look more and more like a turtle every time I see you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Fruit of a Good Home podcast. I am Michael Hing. That is my name. I stalled a bit there for you some really reason. You really did. That's, um, you've done that before. Have I? Yep. You've, you've gone in with a lot of confidence and then pulled up. As just before I say my name. Just before you say your name, which I think the last time you did it, I suggested that you aren't... Who do you say you are? Well, there's no way you can prove that. You or any <laughs> court of law. Joining me, that voice you hear across the table from, from me, is the one and only co-host of the show, Ben Jenkins. Hi! How's it going, That's bud? when your catchphrase. What? Going, hi! Starts quite... Highly pitched yep. and stays that way. You go through three vowels in that high. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a dip thong and a half. Mm. Mm. Uh, guestless this week, Ben. Yeah, just, no guest. Just the two of us. Just the two yep. of us. Just like it's like when um, building castles in the sky. Mm. Just the two of us. Mm. See, I feel like a guest probably keeps us in check from doing <laughs> this. <laughs> um, because Is that song originally by Will Smith. Ooh, yeah, I think so. It's so good. I th- think so. Because um, I think I feel like this is what happens when parents take like a romantic trip to Barrel to get away from the kids. And they record a podcast. And they record... <laughs> this is my understanding of how romance works. Uh, so it's just us. Yep. Um, we thought um, before Hing goes to Melbourne, which is t- tomorrow or the next day. We are recording this on Melbourne Comedy Festival Eve. Yeah. It's very, very exciting. And so before um, he went down, we just thought we'd get one in. Just, just you and me, mate. Because we are going to be, while we're down, or while Hing's down in Melbourne and I'm up here... We are going to be experimenting with terrifying new technology. Um, it's tra- called Skype? Yeah, really? I believe it's Skype. Skype. Um, trying to record uh, this from, from different parts of the globe. They are different parts. They're very close to one another, <laughs> uh, but they're not shouting distance. But Benjamin, this means for mm. the next month, yep. I am off contract from my job. <gasps> so um, you can say all the brands you want. Mate, oh, for, 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 for the last seven weeks, listener, I have been contractually obliged to be yep. commercially impartial in yep. all things Yep, because of this bloody government job I've had. Do you know what's hard for me and for hard for us on our show? So we have obviously similar restrictions on the checkout. Uh, the checkout is a consumer affairs show, but like we can't avoid talking about brands because mm. that's what the show is. Yeah, but you can get in under review and crit, I believe. Yeah. yeah review yeah. and criticism. Whereas... Uh, you. Well, sometimes you can. It's just, but if you're playing a video game, you know. Yeah, you, 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 when you're playing a video game and reviewing it on Good Game Pocket, you can't be like, um, oh, so generic circle man who eats dots. Why would I assume you're, you're, you're reviewing Pac Man? We've moved on from that, haven't we? <laughs> it's 2015. <laughs> but it means I'm basically on spring break, Ben. Spring break! This is the spring break episode. Yep. Official. I'm naming it now. Spring break? Spring break episode. All right. Well, to that, uh, to that end, I have some exciting snacks. Ooh. Uh, I have one snack, really, okay. and it's 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 loud on two fronts, and that's why I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I all look all chip packaging is is loud. There's no silent, subtle chip packaging. What you can't get like a soft bag of chips. You can't get like a hessian sack of chips, <laughs> just that makes like a noise like. <laughs> um, but I find that kettle chips. Which you can say now, the brand kettle chips. Yep, I hate them yep. or I love them. <laughs> Doesn't I matter. Do I have an opinion want. on them. Yeah. Um, that bag is an especially loud bag, and also kettle chips are an especially loud chip. So, do you think you'll have snack report in my absence down in Melbourne? No, definitely not. You'll have to do your own snacks. No, I mean, I'll bring some here. Oh, and then... Do you know what I'm going to do? What? I'm going to courier whatever snacks I choose to the podcast, so you can also that enjoy That suggests them. a degree of organization that I think we both know is beyond you, That's then. true. That's very, very true. Um... <laughs> This is a podcast where we go through the week's classifieds and find the best and worst things to talk about. Yeah. Ben, no guest this week, so I, I mean, we've never really talked about this. What? Maybe I can do a guest interview with you. Okay. Have you ever bought or sold anything on Gumtree, Ben? I have, and I actually don't know if I've ever spoken about this on the podcast. I think I have. The only thing I've ever bought online have been a bunch of old Roman coins. <laughs> what? <laughs> what's, the name of a, what's the name of a, coin, a coinologist? I don't know. Oh, okay. I mean, I should know. I bought old Roman coins. Yes. But they were like unbelievably cheap, but certified. But then who knows? But like that's the thing. Like there were so many, like Rome was big, right? Yeah. And they Famously. Used, yeah, they used a lot of coins. And so it's not like there's one in the world and it's in the British Museum. It's mm. like they've got, they've got like fucking literally 
trucks. Sacks of them, yeah, they're everywhere. Exactly. Um, so you could buy them, uh, and you could buy them uncleaned. So what, what arrived when I bought them was basically um, dirt. Yeah, dirt, like thousands, literally thousands of years of dirt on top of a small weathered coin. And I got like eight of them. How much did you pay for these eight weathered coins? You know what? It actually, it was when I was at uni, and I like I don't remember thinking. This is a really irresponsible purchase. That said, even if it was, I wouldn't have thought that. Because the bar for irresponsible purchases when you were at uni was set quite high. Quite high, yeah. I mean, you'd bought some very irresponsible things. Yeah, and I suppose like if you want to talk about like worthlessness, trading <laughs> trading actual currency <laughs> for defunct currency. For no longer valid currency. Yeah. Did you know that when they um <laughs> when Greece got rid of the drachma, um, Somebody got all the drachmas, not all of them, mm. but like a fair amount of them, and built a house out of them. And now that the Greece is going to get kicked out of the euro, well, that's the thing. That, I just wonder what that what that guy's doing now. Wait, did he did he melt them down and make a steel house or a no? He, house or he made them into bricks. Wow! And then used lacquer on the walls and stuff. I don't know. Like we're going to get emails, but I'm pretty sure that's the thing that happened. It was like an art thing. It, the, it was, yeah, yeah. It was an art thing. It wasn't like the fourth pig that built his house with drachma, <laughs> like. <laughs> But yeah, he um he did it to prove a point. Like what was I, the point he was proving? I can build a house out of money. Ooh, <laughs> isn't it funny how you buy a house with money and then you get one? I cut out a, a step. <laughs> That's what I did. Um, but yeah, Come I live with me in my cold, cold house. <laughs> yes. Oh, extremely flammable though. <laughs> um, but yeah, when I got these coins, it was like. Um, they're cheap because cleaning them is quite a hassle and you have to like... Dump in some coke, can't you? Well, that's the thing. Um, a lot of them are like... Uh, a lot of the guides are like, you use a special chemical, you put them in the chemical for a while, you rub them with a, with a cloth, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I remember this. Yeah. I remember you polishing coins at uni. Yep. I yep. remember you doing this. Yeah. And then I got so sick of it because I was a child and still am a child. That like, you know, it's very, very softly, softly. It's very like easy, easy. Like that. I ended up getting a... <laughs> <laughs> like a wire brush. So you know those things that you use to scrape off like... A thing that, say, for example, an archaeologist would never touch. Would never touch. You probably don't even allow these things in a museum. And I just... Something you would use to clean like a, a gritty pan. Something you would use... I th You would use it to, yeah, clean a barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. And I used, I went to fucking town on these coins with that thing. And how, how did Caesar's face hold up through this? <laughs> Not very well. <laughs> I mean, I got a lot of the dirt off. I guess, so that so was these, good. these coins survived the fall of an empire, but could not stand <laughs> yeah, up yeah. to the Jenkins wire brush. Yeah. Wow. No, I wasn't cut out for it. I don't, I, you know, it's one of those weird things where maybe you think at a certain age, you could like, this could be my thing. This what? could just be my thing. What? Like Destroying antiques. <laughs> <laughs> Being banned from all the major museums <laughs> in the world. <laughs> I want my photo behind the security desk. Um, no, I just thought, like, if I became a collector of coins, can I tell you that, like, okay, I've been really struggling to get work done lately. Right. Do you know when you go through phases of procrastination? I certainly do, yes. Do you know what I did about two days ago? I found, I have, I have a couple of coins on my desk, right? Went to the vending machine. Are these current or ancient? These coins? are current coins. This is current currency. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's why it's called currency. <laughs> and I went to the vending machine to get a bag of chips. And I looked at my change and it was like a, um, a 50 cent piece from the Silver Jubilee in 1976 or 7. I'm right? so bored of this story right now. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't being cut. <laughs> if you're listening to this, I've won. Um, but I went back to my desk. And what I was, is the Silver Jubilee? What is that? Oh... Well, when was she made queen? Would it have been 20 years? I don't know. Uh, no, I, don't, I, actually, I have no context Sorry, it's uh, Jubilee of the Queen. It's an anniversary of anniversary. the Queen. Anniversary. Could of be 25. Coronation or the oh, birth? David Cunningham, who listens to this, is going to kill us. I don't know what the silver... No, it's not of a birth. It's of a coronation. Right, okay. okay. So, it, no, I'm just saying, because if it's of a birth, and it's like she's 40 years old or 50 years old or something, whereas if she's... You know... Yeah, anyway, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, uh, I, anyway, I was like, I wonder if this coin's worth anything. And so I Googled it, and then I was like, oh, it's not. That's fine. And then I looked at my cup of coins on my desk, emptied my entire cup of coins, and sifted through them one by one. To find special coins. Googling each year now, and denomination. What is, is there any difference between any of them? There are like... Okay, this is what I found in my research. Okay. There are... Oh, fuck, my boss listens to this. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are a couple of rare uh, coins in Australian currency, but mainly because... Um, of mistakes. 
Right, okay. There's, there's, oh God, this, this won't be cut, will it? And this is what people are going to be listening to. It's, there is a 1966 20 cent piece mm-hmm. where the two on the 20 is wavy. So, well, eight, that's... listeners, empty your pockets and have a look because you could have something worth about $5. <laughs> Lest this podcast become coin chat, I, yeah. I will only offer one very short story, yeah. which is that I have a $5 coin. And it's a, a gold coin. Mm. And it's probably worth. Does more it say than... time zone on it? <laughs> but I bought it. I bought it in the lead up to the Sydney 2000 Olympics because they released these special. You would have been pretty young at that point. I would have been like oh, 14, 15. So you're a 14 year old kid and you're like, ooh, a commemorative coin. We're, we're going to the. We're probably on a school excursion. We're going to the men. I don't uh, know. There was just, some. Look, you just wanted to show off. Yeah. I was <laughs> like. Yeah, all right. Right, guys, you guys go enjoy, go enjoy your Questacon. I'm going to go yeah. to the Mint. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Um, and I purchased, or it might have been before, actually. It could have been, you know, it was in the lead up. So it would have been like 1990. I would have been in private school. It would have been like 11 or 12, actually. Yeah. yeah. And we, I bought this $5 uh, coin, yeah. uh, this like gold, you know. Thing. Is it worth something now? Well, I don't know because I took it out of the packet oh. during the dark times and tried to spend it at a store. And <laughs> And the lady was like, this isn't currency. I'm like, I'll have you know yeah. that it is. Yeah. And then, I, oh, so now man. I just have it at home somewhere. Oh, how, how desperate were you for like a killer python that you just started to break I think, that? I think I was just in a very nihilistic state. I was like, I don't give a fuck. Like, you know, what the Olympics? I don't care, man. Oh, Whatever. man. You just, you just tried in a piece of history. Mm. Hey, do you think having a guest thing is all that stands <laughs> between this podcast becoming... <laughs> coin chat like do you, do you think every single podcast when you think back that we've done there's been a moment when we're about to chat about antique coins and i guess has kind of has kind of glared at us uh and we've gone okay no no no, no yeah. it's fine you're right you're right you're right yeah you're, you're, yeah, you're, yeah you're right mark something we shouldn't we shouldn't be talking about coins. yeah yeah. Dumb. yeah um would you like to launch straight into the classifieds? let's do it okay so uh this is taken from gumtree um, from Clifton Beach in Queensland. Hello, Clifton Beach. Hello, Clifton Beach. And I Beach. don't want to build this up too much, but this is my favorite thing ever made. <laughs> so there's that. So we're talking about your favorite thing that has ever been like created, created mm. in the more than Roman coins, more than of human existence. No, actually, I'm going to have no. Actually, you know what? I think I'm going to have to narrow it down to Gumtree. Okay. This is called uh, in inverted commas. Dad, you're the best. <laughs> mini poster. And it is a picture, and I will do my best to describe it to you, <laughs> listener. It is a picture of a bunch of toadstools. Um, like, like I want to say they're ceramic toadstools. Uh, and there is an angel, like a cher- cherubic angel. Yeah, and this is, in a, this is a photo in a garden. In a garden. Um, pl- <laughs> and one of the cherubs is playing a flute, and the other one is sort of lounging about. So it's just clearly garden ornaments is what I'm getting at. Somebody yeah. has taken a perfectly serviceable photo of that. And then in, you know, word, arty, word art that is so word arty as to make it illegible? Yes. <laughs> That's what you've got. That You've got every single trick you can do to text. So it's We're talking like, drop shadow. Drop shadow. Bevel. Emboss. <laughs> uh, Emboss. Like every single thing that has been done to this. Like the lily has been gilded beyond <laughs> recognition. Um, and it says, oh, it's also wavy. Down the bottom, in the bottom right-hand corner, it just says, Dad, comma, you're the best. Exclamation mark. That's what is on offer, and it is $4. Now, and to be clear, there is a black border around this photo yeah. on which the text is not displayed. The text is displayed over the actual photo, over the actual photo to make yeah. it less and less legible. Yes, yes. Um, so this is, Dad, you're the best. Mini poster, $4. Instead of a card, get Dad this mini poster this year, and he can display it all year. This poster features a photo of a scene in my garden. It's been given a black and white border and the phrase, Dad, you're the best. <laughs> it has been printed on glossy photo paper Ooh. and laminated, making it suitable for pinning up with magnets. Thumbtacks, sticky tape, blue tape. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, this is how adhesion works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, is, it is not immune to the laws of adhesion. <laughs> um, it's perfect for home or work or to hang on the fridge. $4. Sent to any address within Australia. Now, <laughs> to unpack this in the most positive light. I mean, we've only got an hour. Okay, so just, yeah, just... yeah. I just think, okay, there's a couple of options here and none of them are good. 
Like, like honestly, this could be somebody starting out a business in, in doing this. That's like, that is the least sad option. The least sad option is that this is a terrible... Not a great business. Yeah. Is, like, is it someone... Not, not like immoral, not, but just, not, just bad quality. Oh, look, like uh, in, in, in comparison to the rest of Gumtree, this is fucking great. Yeah, yeah. Um, but just poor quality. Just poor quality. But there'll be still people out there who want it. It's just not our particular cup of tea, Michael. Yes. You know what I mean? And I don't think, I don't think it'd be either our dad's cup of tea either. Well, my dad liked to get anything, I reckon. Well, my dad enjoys being told he's the best. So actually, <laughs> maybe... maybe, yeah, maybe <laughs> I'm being too harsh on this. But what, can I actually suggest that what has happened is that this was never meant for sale? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. And once we branch off into that particular possibility, two more possibilities split off from that. And one of them is that it's being sold by somebody who tried to give it to their dad and their dad went, what the fuck is this? This has got too much bevel in it, boss. I can't read yeah, that. Yeah, I can't. What is this? What is dad? Who's, who's, who's dad? dad? <laughs> who's dad? <laughs> um, and why is he the boast? <laughs> What's going on here? This boasting dad. Dad, you're a boat. <laughs> 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 and he's gone. Get rid of this. And the, and the person's gone to throw it out. But they've been like, no, nah, somebody, somebody should know. Be it dad or dad, who's the best or a boat. Like this, or this should I find a home. Yeah. A <laughs> um, or the dad has gotten it and gone. Yeah, thanks very much. That's, yeah, this is so good. Thank you so much for but this. But see, if that's the case, I'm just... if that's the case, then it's not like. It's actually less sad if that's the case because it's like he's not putting in the bin. He's like, "Holy shit, I'm sitting on a gold mine. <laughs> like this was gifted to me, but I can't, in good conscience, just keep this." Can you imagine the cats in the cradle confrontation moment <laughs> where the little boy's like, "Dad, Dad, where is the where is the toadstool poster I made you, Dad?" <laughs> or he, the kid, finds it on Gumtree, and he's like, "What the what the fuck, Dad?" What the, what the fuck? And he's like, oh, that must be like another... Like, what, you think somebody else took a photo in my garden uh, and it... used all my word art tricks? So I'm just saying, I don't... Yeah. I mean, that six-week course taught me a lot, and I put it all to use. <laughs> the community center. Um, that will be up on our Facebook, by the way. Um, so you can, you, can, you can take a look at that. I just w- want to quickly go through some of the copy on that. Uh, printed on uh, glossy paper and laminated. Yep. Uh, it is perfect for the home or work office. Yep. Or yep. to hang on the fridge. Yep. I ask you, mm. what fridge in existence is not in either the home or the work office? <laughs> Where is this third type of fridge? Where is that going to be? Commer- is this a fridge yeah, it, it, on sale at Harvey Norman? It, no, it can be put in the uh, commercial meat locker <laughs> out the back of your restaurant. You know, it's perfect for that. Oh, that I guess that's the that. kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hing, do you have one? I do indeed. This is taken from Craigslist. In the Sydney area, under the temporary jobs, labour temporary jobs. There's people looking for labour, mm-hmm. and it is entitled as such. Need to move a lounge okay. from Borkham Hills to Eastwood Sunday, it's tomorrow, at 10.30. Uh-huh. So Borkham Hills and Eastwood, they're in the sort of north to north-northwest okay. area. Are, of... are, they, are they far apart? No, they're pretty close. They're pretty close. You would know this better than I do. No. You live right... You grew up kind of near these places, did I? Doesn't sound this like is north it. of Sydney. I don't know north okay. of Sydney. Well, it's okay. a, I think it's a kind of hoity-toity area. Okay, sure, sure, reasonably, sure. reasonably well-heeled sure. areas of Sydney, but that's not really relevant. Hi there. I'm looking for someone with a ute or trailer who is free tomorrow morning at ten thirty to move a lounge from Borken Hills to Eastwood. Okay, it's perfectly fine. Yeah, that's great. If you're looking to get paid, yeah, huh? I well, can... I mean, no, of course you are. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's labour. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I can pay you in mm-hmm. four twenty. Uh, okay. Which is and that's not four hundred and twenty dollars. No, I, I, there's no dollar sign there. Okay, so we're going to assume it's some um, ganja, some marijuana. Yeah. Okay. Or perhaps, uh-huh. this is the alternative. You some would, money. Yeah. Or, or perhaps you can have. So you can have four twenty. Remember that one. Yep. Or perhaps you wouldn't mind a blowjob or jerk off to some hot porn when we get back. Okay. So Looking, there's three doors. Is this yeah. the Monty Hall problem? Yeah. <laughs> Looking for someone younger. So if this is you, then hit me up. I'm 30, Aussie, slim, smooth, tall, nice, thick, 8-inch cut cock. Huh. I need you to help me move around. Sure. Right. I'm not going to pay you money. Yep. I'm, I could pay marijuana or I could blow you. Okay. Right. 
I have an eight and a half thick, eight and a half inch cock, cut cock. Yeah. Sorry. This is not required information. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's like saying I have a I have a a barina. Yeah. It's like great. Like good on you. Yeah. Like, it's relevant to the. the no. Like if I'm if you're moving my lounge, this is in, and this is in violation getting... of Grice's maxim of relevance. I think you'll find. <laughs> yeah. Well, if I'm <laughs> if I'm helping you move a lounge, yeah. So if you're helping me move a lounge, and then I give you a blowjob, my dick size doesn't matter at all. No. Nope, nope. I'm not getting it out doesn't, at all. Doesn't does not factor in. So it says to me that this guy's looking for more than just giving you a blowjob. Yeah. I mean, look, look. I, I feel like this ad has a lot of ulterior motives in it. I just don't know why there is a section, a whole, a whole section. Of Gumtree, mm. where of Craigslist and Gumtree, more Craigslist, where you can go. Who wants a bloody blowjob? Oh, who yeah. wants? Come here now. Come I'll here suck now. Your dick. I will do that. Yep. And if that, that's obviously what this person wants. Yep. I just don't see why they have to muddy it with this transaction at the top, unless they're just like, oh, I could give someone a blowjob, I guess, but I want to sweeten that pot for myself. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So you think they're willing to give a blow, put a blowjob into the universe? Yeah, yeah. This is the secret, right? Yeah, the secret, manifest destiny. Yeah, but they aren't willing to do it for nothing. Yeah, that's and what I mean. And they don't want to ask for money because, because that would make them feel that's an extra step. Exactly. So they're just like, "What do I need?" So do you reckon every week they post a new thing? Yeah. Hey, um, look, I need some tennis coaching. I'll suck your dick. And I actually reckon he he might not even need that couch moved. No, maybe maybe he not. Might, maybe just moved it to. From one storage facility in Balkham Hills to another storage facility in Eastwood to sort of keep the balance in the universe. That there's some, you know, energy can't be created or destroyed. It's like that. Yeah, he, he has to have some sort of other job to mean a blow job. You know what I mean? Yes, like yeah, you got to convert it. You got exactly it's a conversion job. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I mean that that that's that's a possibility. <laughs> Shall we move on? Do you have one as well? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, this was sent in by uh, one of our Twitter followers, uh, the Wingman. Wingman 5, thank you for that. And it really has, um, I just, whenever a listener gets in contact with us with an ad, it's just so, it's so nice to know, like you get that feeling, oh, you know us. Like you really do know that we would enjoy this specific thing. It's very touching. And so this is a lot of different things about interest. Uh, it's magician, adults only. And then the image, which we'll put up on the Facebook, is a picture of, I think just sort of you'd go to stock, a stock photo thing and type in magician. So he's wearing a tux, he's got gloves on, he's got a hat, his hand looks like it's going to go into the hat. Mm. And then over that image is a big cross. So, so not, not your, this isn't your granddad's magician. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what, I mean, it's confusing because I know that's what he's saying, but what you'd want to get the, across that is for that magician to look particularly daggy or mm. hacky. Because the way this the way this looks like it looks like it's a no magicians club. Exactly, exactly. It looks like magician, not a magician. Mm. Hello there. Are you tired of dull rabbits being pulled out of hats? <laughs> I mean, the way that sentence is phrased, it's putting a lot of onus on the rabbit <laughs> to be more exciting. <laughs> Like, that's what you're tired of. Yeah. It's the dullness of this rabbit. You're producing a rabbit from nowhere, but yeah. it's like, hmm. <laughs> also, like, how, how, like. How often are you seeing rabbits? Yeah, that's what I mean. Of- like, what is your life that you are so sick of that? I, I don't think I've ever seen a rabbit be pulled out of a hat. No, never mind. Um, are you bored of ho-hum card tricks and dopey assistants being sawn in half? And it's air quotes over sawn as if to say, yeah, they don't do it. You You know what I'll do? I'll actually cut a person (laughs) half. I'll dismember a body. I'm Robert Jinx. Robert Robert Durst from the Jinx. Oh, man. Dopey assistants, too. Again, this is like a lot on the magician, like things peripheral to the magician. Yeah, yeah. Quit blaming the assistant. Assistant's just following orders. A good magician doesn't blame his assistant, (laughs) as the proverb goes. Uh, I'm a magician and an illusionist. And what I offer is something more tantalizing and erotic than well, there well, than standard boring tricks, a magic experience that you will never forget and won't stop talking about. There'll be some laughs. There'll be some poetry. Do you know what's weird? <laughs> guessing, guessing the next word in this ad is extremely difficult. What is, what is the poetry? Who is doing Oh, that? well, 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 there'll be some poetry. My own, or you can provide it. Like... <laughs> So we've got an erotic magician mm-hmm. who's going to get up and be like, ladies, welcome to the best hen's night of your life. But first, some Rajat Kipling. <laughs> um, uh, you'll be hot under the collar and feel your knickers 
hitting the floor in no time. That does suggest that if you're feeling your knickers hit the floor, you weren't taking them off. Well, well, that's not even one of my tricks, dash. Or is it? Question, question. Smiley face wink. Oh, this person is a sex pest. Yep. Well, he's a magician. <laughs> Ideal for hen's night or just a girl's night in. Let me know what kind of event you are planning. Look, whatever it is. <laughs> it's an intervention for you, mate. <laughs> That's what I'm fucking planning. Uh, as a bonus, I'm willing to do a few shows at the start just for a few drinks and a good vibe as I'm starting out. And you tell your, But you tell your friends about me and they'll want to book me for their gig. Deal? Smiley face. So, I mean, nothing, oh. <laughs> nothing really sells this than the last bit of just being oh. like, and if you like... Don't pay me. <laughs> if that arrangement works better for you, I will do this for free. I mean, this, this erotic magic is oh. it's my passion. It's my passion project. What kind of an amazingly specific checklist does this man satisfy in a party? <laughs> so who is hiring this magician? Is it the mother of the bride on a hen's night who saw a false report on current affairs that this is a cool young thing that kids are doing? Oh, this is like a trend? Yeah. No, yeah. No, no, so, not, even, not even like a cool young thing, like a very dangerous thing. Yeah, and so the mum's like, ooh, I saw this thing on a current yeah. affair that um, yeah. the, the young people are all into these it's called like fuckable s- magicians it's now. It's called slighting. Yeah. <laughs> it's called like, yeah. All the young people, they're doing card tricks and then judging yeah. each other off yeah. their hats. Yeah, yeah. They have special slighting parties. And so, um, and so that that's hard? her trying to be cool? Yep. Um, yeah, look, that's not impossible. I mean, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what I like about this. Let me begin with the positives. What I like about this is I remember, okay, I remember a while ago, I went to a school reunion that was dreadful. And one of the dreadful things- Was thing, it your own school reunion? My own, no, I just, I just like the wedding crashes, but the worst thing. It's you like you go brought, to the worst thing. All right. Well, your wife has gone to school. That's true. She that's could true. have gone to a school reunion. That's true. I could have brought you to my school reunion and <laughs> forgotten been, I did that. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> um... So, uh, when I was at this, this is a bit of a tangible, when I was at the school reunion, um, there were, one of the organizers of the reunion had arranged for a bunch of women to be there just walking around topless with oh. our school tie on. And it was one of the worst things I've ever seen. Um, and my point about this. What? Yeah. Have I not spoken about this in the podcast before? Maybe. I'm, 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 I, can't, I am stunned. Yeah. It was, it was pretty bad. Um, and I remember thinking at the time... Because your, your school wasn't all boys school. It wasn't... Yeah, to be clear. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, fuck, imagine that, though. <laughs> oh, my God, imagine that. But um, I remember thinking at the time, the thing that makes this especially bad is that this... The only function of this job is to just walk around and being naked. Like, for some reason, I remember saying to somebody, I was like, I don't know why, and this is kind of perverse in itself, but if it was, like, topless waitresses... For some reason, that would make me feel better. Oh, so these people weren't even serving no, drinks. That was just their whole thing was just having their bosoms out, right? Right. And to me, like it's similar. who was the monster who organised this thing? Uh, yeah, I, I imagine that he was one of the people who was chiefly responsible for the global financial crisis. <laughs> like, I imagine that's probably what his bag is. Wow. Do you reckon there was a Gumtree post involved in the organisation of this? Oh my god! You know what? There almost definitely was. Um, but my point is, these poor women. Oh. My point is. I think this is giving a, an erotic stripper something more to do might take the edge off being inherently uncomfortable with, with, with the practice. Oh, so you're... So, all right. Now, so, I'm not saying if these women were doing magic tricks, it would have been fine. No, but what you're <laughs> saying is if you're... So, I, also, let us differentiate between hen's night and school reunion yeah, oh, look, in I'm terms of saying... appropriateness of, like, nudity. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. like... I, look, if I at your Bucks party, Ben, there were very few, if any, strippers that I can remember. I cannot recall a single stripper. There were no strippers at your at your, at your Bucks party, right? Yeah. But if if there was a stripper at your Bucks party, I would feel uncomfortable about that. But I would be like, you know what? It's if, a Bucks if, party. If ever there was to be one, if ever I was going to be involved in some sort of event where sure. there was a stripper at yeah. a Bucks party, it's a oh, I, you know, yeah, it's not my thing, but whatever. At a school reunion, yeah. Any, why is there a stripper at all? Yeah. This is very, very strange. Yeah. So if you're organizing a hen's night and you want to have a stripper, I'm not going to judge you for that. You want to do that? That's fine. Go for it. Yeah. I'm not invited to this hen's night. Yeah. It's fine. I didn't want to come anyway. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Weird, weird that you're telling me when it's on yeah. and where it's at. That's strange. Great. I mean, I guess I'll just. No, you're right. No, it's cool. I can probably wear this. I can probably wear this 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 bonnet with with cocks all over it. And, and anyway, yeah, you're right. no, yeah. I, I mean, I just I, I did 
I did buy. I mean, you just told me the date and time, so I thought I was invited. Yeah, and now I've threw, turned up, and now it turns out I'm not. Threw away the receipt for, yeah. for a lot of the, the stuff. I mean, but it's fine. I mean, I could probably just wear it to a restaurant that I'll go to by myself. Probably not tonight. That's, that's cool. <laughs> go to Dracula's. Yeah, yeah. Get this cock out to Dracula's. <laughs> now, you're saying there's a, there's a type of person who wants a stripper for their for their hen's yeah. night, bucks night type thing, and they're like, ah, I feel I feel a bit of shame, bit yeah. of sex shame about that. Yeah, I feel embarrassed about that. But yeah. if I hire an erotic magician, yeah, that'll be like sexy, yeah, without I, being overtly strippery. Exactly, and I that's understand. what I think this this person kind of goes for. Now, what's what's really a key bit of information that is being left out of this ad mm. is whether or not this magician gets his dick out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let us take it as read. That this magician gets his dick out. Put your hand into this hat. What it's are you pulling my, yeah. out? It's my dick. Is it like the past six Watch tricks? Watch your ear. It's your dick. <laughs> it's my dick. Yeah. yeah, and by the end, the audience is like, is it your dick? Um, <laughs> every time. Every single time. You know what else? This guy... What if he didn't, though? This guy talked... What? What if he didn't get his dick out? And everyone's there being... And, and all of his, like... Because the other thing is, magic, as you know, Ben, as someone mm. who did it as a kid, it's kind wow. of a dorky, nerdy thing. Yeah, yeah. And so this, this guy might... His idea of what eroticism is might mm. not meet up to 2015 standards of eroticism. Oh. So maybe his thing is, like, he'll show a bit of ankle. Take off his gloves. Take off his gloves. And they're just screaming for the D. <laughs> um, you know what the other thing is? This guy has spent a lot of time saying what he isn't. Mm. And not a lot of time... Explaining what the fuck he is. It's like that thing when people start off in comedy and they don't really know how to do comedy yet, so they yeah. just define themselves against the kind yeah. of comedy they hate. They yeah. go, look, I'm... I don't know what I am, but I know I'm not that thing. Yeah. Similar with this guy. He's trying to revolutionize yeah. he the magic world. Saw, he is so fucking sick of these fucking boring rabbits these, being pulled out of dusty hats. Safe David Copperfield oh. mind freak losers. These women who are sawn in half Quote only, only yeah. that that's revealed as a ruse. Yeah. Because if, she's walking around later. And if there's one thing that's a big boner kill for me, <laughs> it's, it's fake it's cutting a, in It's bodies. a murder promise. Yeah. And not delivered. <laughs> oh man. But also, you see, like, the other, yeah, he has not said a single trick that he does. But yeah, we, right. we do know that rabbits are out, like card tricks are out. What kind of magic is he doing there? Well, poetry. I mean, ma- word, word magic. Okay. Then, saddest possibility of all, mm. this is a young poet who's tried, he's tried to have a go at the poetry slams, right? He's, try, he's tried <laughs> to make in the open mic poetry slams. He's, tr- he's tried at the, the, <laughs> the recitals, tried to get published, yep. and no one... No Standing on the corners. No one's buying what he's selling. Just walking into the offices of the big poetry publishers. Yep. Hey, hey. M- Mr. and Mrs. Poetry. Yep, and they're, they're, they're not having there a There once was a man called Sadness. Yeah, they got like that. Heard that. A... Um, you know what this could also be? This could be like a very misguided attempt at cynicism from a young poet. Where it's like, okay, well, obviously no one's going to book a poet. I'll just think of the two things that everybody loves. Everyone loves dicks. Everyone loves magic, magic. It's like, probably. well, no, that's not really what Everybody the... loves magic. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I hate, I hate it as much as you do, but it's very, very popular. No, it's not. Like, it's pretty much as hated as poetry um, in terms of a performance art. Hey, like, Ben, I've got some bad news for you. You're probably wondering why we called this meeting today. Mm-hmm. It's just, um, you know, ob- obviously we've read your manuscript and... You know, there's a lot of really great sensitive work that you're doing that mm. I really appreciate. Your rhyme and meter is it's great. It's good rhyme. So good. But we're just, we're looking to publish more books about magic. Now. Again? Yeah. It's just, Every publisher I go to. That's where the market's, that's where the market's going, you know. It's teen fiction and magicians. 2015, it's, you know. We want vampires. We want werewolves. We want, we want magic. Can you, like, I often ask myself this question about, like, certain animals. Like, you're a vegan. Mm. If... So tangential, if you woke up one morning and they were like, someone was like, oh, Hing, did you hear all the sharks are dead? <laughs> like you'd be initially you'd be like, whoa, that's huge. How? I don't, but I don't think you'd be that upset. Time out. Big T. Yeah. Big time out. Yeah. When you said tangential, did you mean <laughs> completely different subject? No. We'll just change no. and switch it up. <laughs> my point There's is... no need for context or relative <laughs> conversational. No, my point is this. My point is that the act of all the sharks going... You would be like, whoa, that in itself is bad. Like a whole species shouldn't go. That said, the actual result of there being no more sharks, I'm kind of down with. No, food chain. Yeah, it's fine. Food chain, but food if you, chain. <laughs> if you woke up one morning and they were like, oh my God, did you hear? They have outlawed magic. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you would be like, oh, that's that's so fascist, and like I can't like that that suggests something quite bad has happened within a government that would ban anything. That said, now. Ben, what, I, I have some questions about this hypothetical <laughs> dystopian slash utopian future you're yeah. describing. Yeah. Have they outlawed magic, like wizardry? No, no, no. Or they've outlawed magicians? Magicians. Right. Have they outlawed, <laughs> and how far does this ban go? Have they also outlawed palm reading? Have they outlawed tarot cards? I guess if you, hmm, if you, if your magic is so good yeah. that they're like, oh, well, he's a wizard, then you can keep doing it. But right. if they're like, nah, mate, strings. <laughs> To the slammer you go. And good luck, good luck getting yourself out of that. Although, yeah, first they came for the escape artists. And then <laughs> they, they couldn't, couldn't come them. for anyone else. <laughs> because they ruined them. all their prisons. <laughs> they shouldn't have come for the escape artists first. <laughs> Should have come for them last. All right. Well, should we move on from uh, erotic magic? Yeah. Is there more to do if in that? If it's possible to move on from erotic <laughs> magic. All right, Ben. Okay, this one t- comes from uh, Sydney uh, in temp jobs, again, um, temp labour jobs. Electrician wanted. Electrician needed to do some small electrical jobs in unit. Rate negotiable and you should be comfortable with being watched while you work. <laughs> Reply with some details, have we provide additional details of the work. That's a whole ad. Now, <laughs> there really are only two possibilities here and neither of them good. Like if you're an electrician, uh, you must really need work to respond to this ad because either... Like, what are you thinking? Either it's somebody who is going to be... What are you doing? Like, why are you putting that there? I think that is a very unlikely scenario. Do you think? I think the much, much, much more likely scenario is that you are trying to change a light bulb or fix a fuse or reroute some power and then you hear... And they're standing there shouting that at you, fully clothed. And then you just know they're going to go off and wank. Oh, no. I, so, no, because they're going to be wanking. I, I think that heavily implies that someone's going to be jerking Do it. Do you? Because I'm going to have to disagree. I think it's, this is equally strange. But I think this person is like um, one of those dreadful people who are always kind of thinking they're about to get conned. And they're like, the last electrician I had changed the light bulb but took the old one. And he put that in his bag uh, and I couldn't sell that for scrap glass. <laughs> And you can't bloody trust this people, so I will be watching you, you know like what? a fucking whore. I was going to crumble up that glass yep. and then lay it on the ground so, so I could sti- hear... the sticky bandits when yeah. they came. Yeah. No, wait, different movie. Uh, uh, Mission Tom, Impossible. T- Tom Cruise film. Yeah. yeah. Mission Impossible 2, maybe? It could be. Yeah, no, one. it's one. It is one. Okay. Yeah. I was going to let that slide. It's one. Um, but that's a nice intersection of the Home Alone and Mission Impossible franchises. <laughs> Because I think he does do, he does crush up light bulbs in that too. Do you think, do you think to make they <laughs> exist in the same universe? universe? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. There's, the, there's little there's little clues to suggest that it's the same continuity. Oh, and Kevin McAllister is the bad guy in Mission Impossible Three. <laughs> um, and that little boy grew up to be evil, Philip Seymour well, Hoffman. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's equally bad. And I look, I'm not saying that in my scenario the person can't be wanking too, but I am saying <laughs> that. that, that Just, <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing, mate? <laughs> what are you doing? It's my own house. Castle Doctrine. <laughs> it's a bloody Castle Doctrine. It's like, that's the wrong country, and that's not what that means. Um, you got one here? Yeah, I do. Uh, this one is taken from Craigslist from London in the United Kingdom. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, personals. Men... Hello, London. <laughs> Hello, London. Thanks for listening to our Lodbast. That's, that's Cockney rhyming slang for podcast. All right, so taken from London... Personals, UK, uh, Men Seeking Women. This is entitled Chopin's Ballads. Ooh. And ballads is misspelt, I've just seen. Aha. Uh-huh. So B, it's, it's ballades. Oh. That's how it's spelled. All right. Or ballades. 34, London. The copy reads like this. Particularly numbers one and four. Ah. The first starts off quite sure of itself. Inquisitive, beautiful, Brave, uh-huh. tired, but mostly victorious in the end. Uh-huh. The fourth makes me imagine an innocent, naive, but content soul. Hing, when you, when you edit this, can you put those underneath? I'll try to. Thank yes, you very yeah. much. The fourth makes me imagine an innocent, naive, but content soul looking for something more. 
finding some potential, but ultimately becoming overwhelmed. What the fuck are you selling? Finding more questions than answers, yes. ending in frustration. That's what this ad is. That's not Chopin's fourth ballad. That's what this ad is. 34-year-old man looking for a woman is what it is. That's the whole ad? No, no. I just read that and thought, um, weirdo. Uh. So he's just read what he's written. Oh, he's... Okay. Yeah. 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 And... and, uh, and This is still in the ad. This is all in the ad. Okay. And unfortunately, a passing magpie swooped away my delete key. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe when one looks into instrumental music, probably an audio equivalent of the Rorschach test, okay? Probably not the best form regarding what most people look for in an ad. (laughs) But again, here we are. That damn bird. (laughs) (laughs) But I'd prefer one genuinely connected reply rather than several vague replies <laughs> which does not bode well since attempting to receive a reply in man for woman is like oh, oh, oh. is like trying to win a phone competition whose multiple choice question is condescendingly obvious ah uh, that really got away from me there didn't it mate <laughs> we'll, try, we'll try it again okay come on. <laughs> attempting to receive a reply in man seeking woman uh-huh is like trying to win a phone competition yes. whose multiple choice question is condescendingly obvious. I'm trying. I'm, I'm yeah, really trying. no, I just, I just... Is it... <laughs> is... You know how sometimes, right? I don't know what... It, where's this taken from? Uh, London, UK. Oh, London, that's right. That's the character I did. Yeah, <laughs> yes. sorry. You, sometimes the um, games of chance, right, will... Be- will nominally be games of skill by having a multiple choice question so they don't have to get a, a lottery license. Right. So it's, so it's, like, it's if, like, if if you name, tell me the capital of yeah, New is South it, Wales. Is it Silly then, Town? Is it, like, you know what I mean? Like that and then we can spin the wheel. Yeah, right. exactly. That's what he could be referring to. But that, okay, I've worked out what one side of that is, but I have no idea how the fuck it responds to anything that has been said before. Anything. There's like two sides of a simile. Right? Where, where like is the fulcrum. <laughs> and, and one side is just nonsense and bees. And the other one is just this thing that I kind of vaguely understand. He continues. To get back on track. Yeah. 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 Frankly, sir. Frankly, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking for someone to chat with. Find common or entertainingly uncommon. Oh, did he say find common? Yeah. As is in he, the rapper. Is he looking for common? He's looking for common the rapper. Okay. Oh, no, no. Looking for someone to find common. Okay. Yes. Yeah, he wants to hire a detective. <laughs> no, uh, he uh, finds common or entertainingly uncommon ground. So it's in we need to be similar or. <laughs> You're so good at analogies. I can't stand it. <laughs> you make a modicum of sense. <laughs> uh, make each make each other feel less lonely. Have a laugh. Oh man. Meet up. More if things work out. Send a pic to get one in return. Fuck, you really set the bar low there with make each other feel less lonely. I mean, you are right here with me, and yet... Yeah, make each other feel happy, like... Yeah. That's not too much to promise. I mean, have you ever been... Have you ever been alone in a room with someone and felt... More lonely than, than, if, they weren't, than, than if they weren't I mean, there? Isn't that, the, isn't that the dilemma of the Ben Jenkins? I mean, <laughs> he, can, <laughs> he can connect to millions of people, sure. but he can't connect to one. Are you... Are you <laughs> did you just take the tagline from Carl Barron's latest <laughs> yes. and only movie? Yeah. Bizarre! What a bizarrely niche reference that was. But you got it. I did get it. Yeah. I mean, you could say that that reference was slightly less obscure than this bloody phone call analogy. Oh my god! I mean, what's this? What's this guy's strategy here? Like, I think he kind of lays it out when he's like, oh, "I could just do a boring ad, but then I get vague responses." I understand what he's done here. He's completely doubled down in insofar as being like, "Look, this is what kind of person I am. I'm into a mad person." <laughs> And if, I'm an eccentric weirdo. Yeah, and if you read this ad and go, oh, actually, that's for me, then you're going to get fucking married. Like, mm. that, that is such an unlikely pairing that, like, you, you've done it. And then, you know, if nobody replies, which is gonna, what's going to happen, no harm, no foul. Yeah, you, you, you're like, oh, well, they didn't like Chopin's ballads. Ballads. Yeah. Oh, man, what a way to begin. And not only, like, not only what a way to begin, but, like, that's the headline, Chopin's misspelt ballad. Oh, I've just noticed this. Yeah. Uh, age 34, body average, height uh, 5'4", ethnicity, oriental. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I think that maybe that's a category you can choose on Craigslist. I don't know. Maybe, I he's, maybe, maybe he's tucked oh, that in himself. Would it be? 
Oh, that's a very good point. Because, okay, I don't think it's... I, in fact, you know what? The more I think about it, it's definitely not a category. Mm. How could it be a category? This that's madness. has typed in Oriental to describe himself. And I would say, and maybe this is just because I hang out with Asian Australians who tend to be kind of hip and progressive, but I, I hang out with Asian Australian that tends to be hip and progressive. This but, guy uh, yeah. right here. But I cannot imagine anyone who is actually from an Asian country describing themselves as Oriental. Yeah. Uh, personality, shy. Status, single. Under likes, he's written Royal Festival Hall. That's what he's into. What is that? Is, what is that? I assume it's a concert venue, I would think. It's a Royal Festival That's Hall. That's not an interest, mate. That's a building. Like, <laughs> That's just, what he's into. Well, it's clear that he likes music. What's your favourite building? Ooh, don't let me choose. Center Point Tower. Ah, uh, I was going to say the Triskelion. What's the Triskelion? That's the prison they keep Magneto in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I um, I like that building. It's pretty good because it keeps Magneto at bay <laughs> for a time being, and then they break him out. So yeah, well, I don't like it then. I bloody hate the building when he's when he's broken out of it. But in the meantime, it's a good building. <laughs> um, All right, don't send me emails. I know it's not just like, it houses a lot of prisons who aren't Magneto. I know that. Why? Because it because it's 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 a huge prison for it's like a super prison. Yeah, but why would it? Isn't it very specifically for a man who can control metal? No, there's like one specific area in the Great. Marvel Cinematic Universe that Great. is used to house Magneto. Right. Generally, in the comic books, Magneto is very rarely in prison. <laughs> yeah, because that's 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 um. That's not a great arc. No. <laughs> it's Orange is the New Black, but it's just Magneto. Oh, can you imagine just like a whole thing, a whole thing of him just like working in the prison laundry room? <laughs> just folding sheets. Yeah, it's like him and then like Stringer Bell's trying to get him killed from the outside. <laughs> yeah. He's like, and Bell's like, where's Magneto at? And, huh? And where's Magneto at? Oh, was that your Wes Wallace at? Yeah. That was good. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. I don't know. <laughs> I think I'd probably, um, if I were... In the position <laughs> Where's Magneto at? Um, I'd probably decline on this one Yeah, that's fair Let's move on Do you have one? Do you have one? Yep, I do This one is from the Dallas area uh, On uh, Craigslist It was sent in by Miles Portek Who of late has just been crushing it oh. With some of the stuff he sent us Former guest on the show Miles Portek Yeah, so this is um, from the Dallas area Headline Health store 1000 plus So more than 1000 of Vaseline and lotions and herbal supplements. Is that a thousand different varieties? No. A thousand... No, I can see at least ten different varieties. Right, but it's, it's... little bottles of. Right, okay. We just bought a store and it is filled with a lot of <laughs> brand new sealed Vaseline and lotions and herbal supplements. Probably could be resold. Uh, is about $5.50. Don't care. Just pick, up, just pick it up. I will help you load, but I will let you... In on location, probably two trucks. When it's gone, I'll take the ad down. <laughs> so, a thousand plus bottles. I just don't know how you come into possession of this by mistake. Mm. And a thousand plus bottles, if he's saying he's going to help you load, I assume that's actually more than a thousand yeah. by, by a margin, or the bottles are sort of bigger than we might think. Mm. So, I think one theory to explain this would be. You know how sometimes businesses, mm. they branch out inexplicably yeah. into directions you don't expect? Right. For example, there's a cafe I went to in Perth. I think I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast. A couple of years ago when I was in Perth doing some gigs, I went to a cafe that doubled as like a children's art store. Okay. So yeah. I think we have talked about this. May, yeah. So like you could go there and get your breakfast, which I did. And then yeah. also they'd be selling kids' art and art supplies. Weird. Do you mean they were selling art made by children? Yes. Or art made by children. Why do I want that? Uh, it's cute, I guess. I don't know. It's precocious. That's weird. Well, but they were also selling like art supplies. For children. For children. Makes more sense. So, so there's like, you know, there's yeah. art. That's like buy the, buy the cow or a glass of milk situation. Yeah, right. Like okay. if you buy those art supplies, give them to the kid, you've got an infinite supply of shitty drawings that you don't have to buy. Exactly. That's what I'm just saying. Teach a kid to, yeah, to make art. Yeah. And you'll eat never because yeah. no one should buy that and you need to exchange money for food. Buy a child's art yep. and you will look like a creep yep. all the time. All the time. All the time. Yep. Uh, this is it's a, a drawing. long proverb. This is, this, is a, uh, this is a poor illustration of a cow. Yeah. yeah. Um, did your nephew know? I have no, I have I have no, no connection idea. to this child. Here's a small card about the artist, actually. Yeah, uh, yeah. 
I just enjoy art that should have sentimental value for someone else, but not me. <laughs> I just like knowing that someone else doesn't have this. Like this, <laughs> this kid's parents doesn't have. Yeah. they don't have this. Yep, so yep. anyway, so that, it's it's an unexpected dual business that mm. they are operating there. Do you think these people they bought? I don't know, a cafe, a bar, a yep. gym. Maybe they bought an electronic store, a, yep. a musical shop. And then they bought it at the point where it went bankrupt. And the reason it went bankrupt is because the previous owners decided to take a, a foolish yeah. a foolish yeah. road. I see that. Well, well they, 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 took their, they took their year's profits. They invested it into little tubs of Vaseline. But then they just left it behind? Well, they had to go. Because they, they stole out in the dead of the night. Exactly. I, yeah. Chased out of town by the debt collectors. Also, it just feels like this came as a surprise. Like, buying a shop is not... I Look, you know what? I've never bought a shop. It mm. might take an afternoon. But I imagine it doesn't. I imagine there's quite a lot of toing and froing, a lot of lawyers, a lot of things you have to sign, a lot of like, what do I own? What do I not own? What can I do with the building? What's my lease? I would be amazed if you could accidentally happen upon thousands and thousands of bottles of product that you accidentally acquired. Oh, okay then. I'm going to add more color and shade to this narrative I'm painting then. Yep. So what's happened is assistant manager, yep. his name could be Michael Hing, sure. working at the shop, decides, hey, I've got a great business strategy. I don't want to tell my boss about it because you know I want it to be a surprise. Yep. I'm going to start funneling some of our profits into... And I'm going to hide them Vaseline. around the shop. Hide them around the shop. He won't know. In a month's time, I'm going to reveal you to him. You're going to be surprised. Yeah, pull the sheet off. Yep. Get, this, get rid of this plinth. <laughs> you know how you've been asking me about this plinth and this sheet for a month. <laughs> and how asking. every time you have asked me, I've said, I don't know what you're talking about. Over and over again. And to the point where you actually started to question your I mean, insanity. I, I gaslit you. <laughs> I gaslit you a lot. And there was that two weeks you spent in that asylum. Yeah, but... Fish oil. <laughs> bottles and bottles of fish oil. You're right. No, we should sell this shop and move on and never come back. <laughs> yep. When you put it that way, uh, now that I see your point of view, I realize the folly of doing this um, with not with... my own money in secret. <laughs> no, you're right. I'll leave. We are out, we are out of business, you say. <laughs> out of business. Oh, yeah. oh, I did spend, I mean, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars on at least thousands of bottles of that. Well, let's think. I mean, this is going to be... Uh, let, let's say that there's a, one, let's just say lowball, it's 1,000 bottles. Mm -hmm. And he says, could be resold MSRP, that's something retail price. Yeah. Um, is about 550. Don't care, just pick it up. So is he saying that give me five and a half thousand dollars and I'll give you this? Or is he saying, I'm giving away, I'm, I, I just want these accursed tubs of Vaseline out of my new uh... shop that is not, that is not selling. Vaseline. In fact, it's, it's a friction shop where we deal in friction and I can't be having this shit around. Is this a man who, maybe the, maybe the, maybe Ben, mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. heartwarming story is of a man who purchased a lot of Vaseline Yep, because he was going to do a lot of wanking. <laughs> and then you know what? He found love. Yeah. He found love and he's like, I'll never have to wank this dick again. <laughs> Put it on Gumtree. I'm selling the Vaseline. That is a really nice way of thinking about it. That's good. Can you? <laughs> uh, what a grand gesture. What a grand. Put that in the wedding vows. <laughs> uh, would you, you, want, you want more? Yeah. How about that one there? Yep. Okay. Uh, okay. This one is from Humpty Doo. Yes. Actual place. Which is from Darwin, uh, Darwin by Sop Cell, which we check in uh, with everyone again. I don't know if we ever thanked our listener for putting us onto that. Uh, Satu, thank you very much. Thank you. Um, this is quite often, right? One of the... One of the uh, late motifs of Darwin buy swap sell is people not swapping, buying, or selling anything, mm. just posting things. So th this was um, so this was posted on uh, Darwin buy swap sell a little while ago, and it was it, it it opens promisingly, not buy swap sell, but so okay, hoping someone can tell me how to kill rats in your roof. I've laid traps, but nothing. They are so loud at night they wake me up. Oh. We have a cat. We have cats and a baby. So hoping to use non-toxic chemicals. And the top suggestion. <laughs> by the way, I do I just realize that so hoping is a bit is a bit alarming. It's like, look, we'll, we'll try not to use poison. Yeah. All right? But if it comes to it, you know, we're going to use a lot of poison. If I've got to choose between getting rid of these rats and my baby, you know. Okay, so the, the most vote like the top comment is get a python. <laughs> <laughs> or borrow a python, uh -huh. and put it in roof. And whatever up there will either take off or be eaten. 
I had an olive python in my roof for a week and no more trouble. Oh. Except for the python yeah, in your roof. Yeah, then you've got a, a python and he's hungry now. Like, it seems to me like this is starting off, this is, this is making a not ideal situation better very temporarily to make way for a far worse situation. It's a Kanto situation. It is exactly a Kanto situation. Exactly. Yeah. You, you got this bug, you, you, know, you got these rats in the roof, yep. put the pythons up there. Yep. Next thing you know, what are you going to do to get what rid of pythons? What eats pythons? A Komodo dragon. Then you <laughs> Komodo. But like, I also <laughs> like that this guy... Eventually you need to get like, you start need to importing those Jumanji hunters. <laughs> Just a box full of them. Just get a couple of Jumanji hunters. I think it'll kill the Jumanji. Um, I also like that this person's like, oh look, I'd rather not use, you know, poison so... What's your suggestion? Snake. Yeah. Python. It'll be safe around your, your cats and a baby, you say? Your yeah. baby. Yeah. Safe babies like snakes. Baby. Babies either like or are killed by snakes. Can't I can't remember. The thing about a python is it can dislocate its jaw to eat a baby. Yeah, no, don't get a yeah. python. Don't yeah. get a python. Yeah. Do you know I was at the zoo? I told, We spoke about this on the last, uh, when, when Alex Lee was in. Um, but I was at the zoo and the, <laughs> the zookeeper was sort of taking us around and we got to the snakes and uh, she was like... Um, so why why does everybody in the group like in the group? She's like, you know, uh, these snakes can eat a lot uh, things that are a lot bigger than them. How how do they do that? Uh, I think she does a lot of work with kids. Like right. we were all fucking grown ass adults, uh-huh. but still. Uh-huh. And then someone was like, oh, I believe they dislocate their jaw, and she was like, no, they don't. And I remember thinking, well, you just fucking set us up, didn't you? Ooh. Like Ooh. that was a sting. So is wait, is that was that that particular snake or snake? Yeah, no, this one's shit. This one can't. This one eats through a straw. <laughs> <laughs> Blend up all his food. Don't we, stupid snake? Yeah. Who's a you dumb hear, snake? You hear that, Paul? You're the worst. <laughs> um, no, apparently they can just open their mouth real wide. Real wide. Oh. Yeah. Well, you know, you know. actually, the reason I know that disconnect jaw yeah. fact is you. You're the source of that fact in my life. Because it was before for, I went to the zoo and was admonished. Yeah, so for like, because for about a year of your life, you would only eat by pretending... <laughs> You could disconnect your jaw. And so yeah. what Ben would do, listener, is he would open his mouth wide and he would sort of shove yeah. whole food into his mouth and then go, oh, oh. Do you know what's weird? You've only really known me since I've been in my like early 20s. So mm. like the, the, the youngest I could have been at that point is like 21. <laughs> and that isn't good. That's not, you know what I mean? Like... I could, if it wasn't you, I could be like, oh, you know, I was probably, 15, but no, we, we have, we have yeah. a very real timestamp on our friendship where, <laughs> yeah. where I, that happened in what, 2008? Yeah. 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 It's, yeah, pretty, yeah, it's yeah. pretty recent to be <laughs> honest. <laughs> oh, wow. So what do you reckon with this? I reckon it is a terrible, terrible idea. What I was thinking when the, when, when it reads out, they are so loud at night, they wake me up. We have a cat and a baby. Was it the race? Hoping not to use to- non, and what they write is, you know, hoping to use non-toxic yeah, yeah, yeah. methods. What I thought they were going to write is, we have a cat and a baby, so any plan involving those would be good. <laughs> you could utilize the, you could utilize the natural. Yeah, when you are rat. when when you are posting your Rube Goldberg rat trap, <laughs> note that you can use a cat easily startled and a baby that will cry when prodded. <laughs> this, is, this is like the best slash worst uh, logic puzzle. Yeah. for the Google entrance exam, <laughs> you have. A house with a roof full of rats. Yeah. The, the rats cannot be left alone with the cat because... <laughs> and the baby cannot be left alone because it's a fucking baby. Yeah. So you need to... What are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? Um, well, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Yeah. I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, let us know if you want more of these Just Ben and I episodes or let us know if you don't want any more of them at all. Sure. That's fine. Sure. I have some people I want to thank, Ben. Oh, yeah. Who are not... Uh, guests on this this week's podcast, uh-huh, uh-huh. but at a comedy show I was at last oh, yeah. the other night. I was at the comedy-ish comedy show that uh, former guest on the show Kyron Wheatley runs mm-hmm. at the Giant Dwarf Theatre, and two people whose names are Lucy yep. and Andrew. Uh huh. I hope I got that right. Uh, they said, <laughs> "Would you like me, Lucy and Andrew, to mispronounce your names? <laughs> Lucky <Yes>. and Andrew." <laughs> Andrew. Andrew. Uh, no, they, they just uh, were big fans of the show. I, actually, I don't know if they said they were big fans of it. They said they listened to the podcast. They might yeah. hate it. I don't know. Yeah. And uh, they said that if we gave them a shout out, they would rate and review. <laughs> it seemed 
It's, I welcome I welcome that level of haughtiness oh, in, in our listenership. Certainly. I just love that that's what they said when they came up to you. Yeah, they were like, oh, yeah, if you give us a shout out, we'll, uh, we'll rate and review the podcast. I'm just like, yeah, well, you know, you can also do it as a thanks for all the free content we give you every week. Every week. Every but, week. You know. So um, the next episode we'll probably, you'll probably hear is it will be a live episode. I think, We're going to yeah, be putting up our live show. That we recorded maybe a month ago or so. And then the, one, the ones after that will be... Um, Live, well, not live, it's a well, podcast. Yeah, be... uh, recorded from the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Yes. Um, where you can see Michael Hing's show, Much Ado About Not Hing. Yes. At the Portland Hotel uh-huh. uh, from the 26th of March through until the 19th of April. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, we've got a good story club this month. Ooh. Oh, next month in April. Uh, so if you're in Sydney on April the 7th, we've got. Um... Tease us with some guests. Ooh. Go on. <laughs> We've got Miff Warhurst. Woo! Yeah. Former Spicks and Specs host. Exactly. And current Double J host, I think. Woo! Miff Warhurst. We've got former guest of the show, Patrick Blenton. Former guest of the show, Mark Sutton. Uh, it's going to be a real great night. Great lineup. Great bloody lineup. Tickets available through the Story Club Facebook page. Yeah. I suppose so. If you are enjoying this podcast, why don't you find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash free to good home podcast. You can yep. find us on Twitter at F-T-A-G-H pod. Yes. Rate and review us on iTunes, please. And on Stitcher. I found oh, you can do yeah. that. Can you? Yeah. Oh. Uh, if you want to get in touch, contact at freetogoodhomepodcast.com yep. is our website name. Yep. That's all the admin we've got to do. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. If you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, if you're not into yoga, if you have half a Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.